I'm Tressa, and, and we, we are, are not amused. amused. Today, we are going to be talking about our DNA results from Ancestry. <laughs> I finally did it. Yay! Thanks I've had to Tressa. For, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. That was my surprise Christmas present for Taylor. Yeah. Mostly because I really wanted her to do it so we could talk about it on this podcast. I've had mine for a long time. I actually should have looked up when I took the test, but I it's been like years. Oh, wow. So I've had mine for a long time. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I was going to buy one. I know. Which is why I texted you because I wanted to make sure we did the same one. So it was like in line for mm-hmm. the podcast. And I was like, did you do Ancestry? <laughs> And I was like, don't buy one, please. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. I guess it wasn't a surprise at all. I mean, it was until that point, but Mm -hmm. that's okay. That was funny, though. I'm glad you asked me. Otherwise, how would I have known Mm -hmm. to tell you not to buy one? Exactly. (gasps) All right. Well, we will dive into that after we talk about our teas. Yes. So, I'm drinking... David's tea, um, pumpkin creme brulee. Mm. And here's the description. <laughs> <laughs> when we hear the words creme brulee, our fall taste buds tumble into craving overdrive. This 1980s classic dessert is making a nostalgic comeback and we're here for it. From creamy cooked pumpkin notes to irresistible rich white chocolate... Snuggle up with the ultimate fall warmer and creme brulee taste twin. Harvest wishes from us to you. And the ingredients are apple, cocoa beans, pumpkin pulp, rose hips, white chocolate, carrot, cocoa husk, corn flour, pink corn flour, and then natural flavorings of some stuff. Okay. Cool. And that came from the David's Tea Advent Calendar that Taylor got me for Christmas. Yeah. Caffeine free. Yep. Well, I'm also drinking a David's Tea from the Advent Calendar <laughs> that Taylor got me for Christmas. Caffeine yeah. free. <laughs> I'm having the just peachy. Um, okay, so online their description is, um, it took us years to find the perfect peach iced tea but this sweet, summery infusion is so peachy, it tastes like it's fresh from the orchard. I'm not having it iced, to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> it does say that hot or iced, this blend is a real peach. Ha ha ha. So, cute. But I'm having mine hot. Um, ingredients are apple. Shocker. Apple pom- pomace. P-O-M-A-C-E. I don't know. Artificial peach flavoring. Cheaters. Sweet blackberry leaves, <laughs> peach sugar, natural blackberry leaf flavoring, and artificial apricot flavoring. Ooh. So, we just get all kinds of fruit today. Anyway, so I did have it when I had it, like, in the advent calendar. This is, like, the second half of the little tin full of loose leaf tea. Um, and I really, it's been so long I didn't remember it, so I'm excited to have it again today. There you go. So I feel. And it's also a little warmer of a day, so it makes a little more sense. I know. I feel like we're covering a lot of seasons here because we're drinking out of an uh-huh. advent calendar, which is like winter yeah. time. Mine is fall based. Yours is summer based. We're recording in March. This episode will come out in May. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're all over the board. Yeah. You just never pin us down, can you? Nope. Never know when we record these episodes <laughs> and when they come out. Ha ha ha. Suckers. <laughs> I don't know. It's a secret. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, how do you want to do this? Oh, man. Well, I did want to start with, first of all, just Ancestry's take on how they do these DNA tests. Obviously, like, there are many DNA tests out there. Like, I think Ancestry and then 23andMe mm-hmm. are the most famous ones. There's also one called, like, My Heritage or something. So, you can take multiple. I don't exactly remember why I took the Ancestry one, Mm -hmm. and I think it was because my aunt had an account, and so we all got them for Christmas one year, that kind Mm. of thing. So, that's the only reason we landed on them, on Ancestry versus, like, 23andMe. (sighs) 
But of course, with these DNA tests, they're not 100% accurate. Not even close, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, according to Ancestry, this is how they conduct their testing. So, your Ancestry DNA test results are the product of a multi-step process. First, DNA is measured or read in the lab. The lab processing, processing generates raw DNA data. The raw data is then analyzed to generate your Ancestry DNA results. There's no single measure of Ancestry DNA test accuracy. Instead, the accuracy of each step can be measured independently. So they're like, we're we're accurate in our steps. <laughs> so reading the <laughs> DNA, they're like, it's done in a lab with professionals, yada, yada, yada. And then the accuracy of regions in your ethnicity estimate. When you take an ancestry DNA test, your results will include an ethnicity estimate. Part of this is an estimate reported as a percentage of where your ancestors lived hundreds of years ago, as far back as around a thousand years. An example would be 8% Italy, which reflects the amount of your DNA that has been inherited from Italian ancestors. Ancestry DNA determines this part of your ethnicity estimate in two steps. The first step, is to collect the DNA of people whose family has a long history in a particular part of the world. This group is called the reference panel. The second part of the process is to compare your DNA bit by bit to the DNA of people from the 43 regions in the reference panel to see which group's DNA yours matches the most. Hmm. Eh? Okay. Okay. Totally followed that. Okay. For example, if 10% of your DNA looks most similar to the DNA of people from France, ancestor DNA will assign 10% of your ethnicity estimate to France. Mm. Okay. So, again, what we have to remember is we're basically working with, like, large samples of groups from countries, you Mm -hmm. know. And really, I think their major regions that they have DNA from is Europe, Africa, Asia. So don't think there's for example a lot of native american dna in the system yeah because i think even recently it's been you know sort of a they've been trying to move away from those dna tests in order to like be a part of tribes mm-hmm. so people are starting to use these dna tests for the wrong reasons yeah. you know to be like oh wow i'm one percent cherokee i guess i'll go like you know apply for cherokee tribe membership it's like no (laughs) you don't have any cultural ties Mm -hmm. to that tribe so you're not Mm -hmm. you know like you have ancestors who were possibly cherokee right you're not (laughs) like you know (laughs) people assume that that just automatically means they can like be assigned in you know ethnicity or like heritage and it's this does not like dna does not equal heritage you know right so anyway ancestry stands by their method it's fine. It is what it is. We just have to remember that we have to take this with a grain of salt. And that's, there you go. that's what matters. Um, that was from Ancestry's actual website, Ancestry.com. Genetic testing. The article was called just Ancestry DNA Test Accuracy. And then um, I did find another, like, box article about ancestry tests there was a a Mm -hmm. nice little video that i watched and he talked to a professor of sociology and she talked a little through the accuracy of these tests and i think the one part of the article that really stuck with me was dna is not the same as heritage right dna ancestry tests sort your dna by the geographic regions you likely inherited it from but not everything about our family histories is geographic these tests don't tell us about the languages our ancestors spoke, the food they ate, whether mm-hmm. they were celebrated or persecuted. It doesn't say anything really about how our ancestors lived or traveled, you know. So mm-hmm. we miss a lot of puzzle pieces, even just through these DNA tests. They're like a part of the puzzle. They're a piece. Right. Not a standalone, oh, look, I'm now... Scottish or whatever. (laughs) It don't work like that, you know. That is an article from Vox called The Limits of Ancestry DNA Tests Explained. It's really good. It goes into more detail. So if you Mm want to look into that a little bit more, that's where you'd want to go. Anyway, that's just the disclaimer. Before we get into it, we know that 
we're not dealing with something that's 100% accurate or 100% right. re- representative of who we are mm-hmm. as people. Yeah. It's just for fun. So. Yeah. That's it. So. Yes. Do you have anything to add to that, Taylor? Um, not really. I'm just, I'm just going to say I'm not that surprised by my <laughs> results is all. Yeah. Yeah, so So. that's a good segue, actually. When, like, I don't know how into your family was. Uh, I don't know how your, how much your family, sorry, that sounded weird. (laughs) I don't know how much your family was into (laughs) ancestry, right? So, was there anything you thought you would be that you weren't? Or, like, anything you, going into it, like, what did you expect? And... Did you already have an idea of what you might be? I expected English, (laughs) Mm -hmm. German, Mm -hmm. Irish, and that was about it. Like, going into it when I did it recently. Um, That's what I thought. After talking to my family after I've already did it, then I expected (laughs) a couple other things, but... Did you have your results back yet? Or did you, were you just like, I took this test. What? Um, I didn't have my results back okay. yet. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So what about cool. you? So your family was not those white people that claim that they're Native American. Oh, no. Cool. That's good. Mine was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, that definitely never came up. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, both sides, like from a young age, I was taught that we were we had like a full-blooded native american somewhere back in the line oh great 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 grandparent yeah and i was like cool you know and i was a kid and i like told people that yeah and then of course i got my results and we'll get into that but that's not reflected but i did and i'd heard that from a young age for a long time i've even like seen pictures of this supposed ancestor but I uh, did not see anything reflecting that in my results, so hmm. that was interesting. I also expected a lot more German. Okay. So my family was, like, I come from a long line of, like, last names include Heller, Tom Hagen, Kiepke, like, German. Mm-hmm. In fact, my grandma's grandparent was fluent German, like, came from Germany. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was expecting to have a good chunk of German in me. Yeah. So my when my test results came back, it wasn't nearly as much as I thought. Um, I assumed I'd have a lot of English in me because my mom came from a bunch of Days, Simmonses, <laughs> Lancasters, mm-hmm. very English names. So mm-hmm. I assumed that would be in there too. Yeah. Yeah. So... That was my expectation going into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. actual results. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying Not to think matching. of, like, the last names in my family <laughs> that I know. Yeah. And I wouldn't be able to tell you, like, where they're from mm-hmm. when I was just thinking about it. But it's, um, there's Stice. Ooh. And. That's German, right? Stice. Seems <laughs> <laughs> German to me. I don't know. See, I don't know. Um, I actually was going to talk to my grandparents about all of this before this episode, and then I just forgot to do it. So. Darn it. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do my research. Um, uh, white. That's a- White. Yeah, mm-hmm. I expected to be real white. Yeah. Oh, no, that's the main name oh. of my family. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, brown. <laughs> White and brown. Oh no, that's funny. Um, yellow. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, purple. Um, no, that's all I can think of off the top of my head without saying what my actual last name is. But those are like English names. Yeah, I would. I yeah. would assume. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So yeah, do you wanna? Okay, you want to go into our percentages and everything? Sure. Yes, right. yes, yes, yes. So, um, I know you just did your test, mm-hmm. so you don't know this yet, but when Ancestry gets new DNA, like, 
or new data, basically, they will update everybody if oh, okay. your percentages change. So I honestly couldn't tell you what my original results were because mm-hmm. in my account, the more, obviously, the more people that they test, the more d- data they get yeah. to compare you with reference groups, right? So, like, they can match you with certain certain regions. Mm-hmm. So my percentages have shifted a little bit over the years, mm-hmm. which I've find interesting when like new things come up it's not really it's never been like new regions but it's been oh i'm more this than we thought before right Mm -hmm. so i thought that was kind of cool but as of today Mm -hmm. (laughs) as of today i am 60 percent england and northwestern (laughs) europe just a shock to no one um 23 percent scottish oh wow that was a surprise. Eight percent Swedish. Okay, and Denmark. I don't know what Danish. No, I don't know. <laughs> Sweden and Denmark. Eight percent. Ireland. Three percent. Germanic Europe. Two percent. Norway. Two percent. And Wales. Two percent. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. You want to go with yours, and then we can talk through yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I just have a. <laughs> Yeah. A quick correction already. <laughs> We've been Aww. sitting here. Aww. I've been thinking. Um, Brown, I'm actually pretty sure, was a married name of one of oh. my grandmother's sisters. Mm. And I think actually their maiden name was Sanders. Mm. That's still pretty English, I think. <laughs> it's not like it changed much, but... <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, okay. So I am 74% mm. <laughs> England and Northwestern Europe. (laughs) All right. So they have all of England circled, and then it's like (laughs) Belgium. (laughs) That's funny. Um, I am 10% Ireland, Irish. Okay, cool. 8% Germanic Europe, 5% Wales, and 3% France. Wow. Ooh, I didn't get any French. And you have more German than me, supposedly. Mm -hmm. Right. You know. Yeah. I should also say, before we really, like, get into it, I guess, is, like, we as white people are very lucky that we even have this Mm -hmm. information available to us. And that, like, my family was actually able to research Mm -hmm. our family history because there were records kept about my ancestors, whereas Mm -hmm. a lot of people of color don't have that privilege so we're lucky to even be able to do this and have it tied to any like real data we have about our family Mm -hmm. yeah okay cool so we're really white yeah you had more than five right (laughs) five what uh regions oh yeah i had one two three four five six seven actually i i do See, I wish I knew what my original ones were because I swear I was a little bit more English Northwestern Europe when I first got my results. Hmm. So there's a chance yours might change a little bit and shift around, but yeah. I am like Northern European all through. <laughs> like, there's yeah. no question. I'm not even any Eastern European. I'm not even Mediterranean. None of it. I am all Northern Europe. Mm-hmm. So. I was just wondering, because, yeah, mine says your DNA looks most like DNA from these five mm-hmm. world regions. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if that's just because I'd done it recently or... Uh, it could or be. Or yeah, not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So. Your percentages might shift around a little bit. Yeah. So on your map, I'm mm-hmm. curious, like, what countries are circled for you? Um, Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, the UK, mm-hmm. Wales, mm-hmm. so. To the UK. Uh, yeah, not Scotland at all. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of Germany, mm-hmm. a bit of the western side of Czech Republic, mm-hmm. and then like the northwestern side of Austria. So right under I Germany. Have, I think I have that exact same thing. Like yeah. for the Germanic Europe. Well, because for a long time, like Germany wasn't the borders it is now. Right. Like a lot of that was considered like Germanic yeah. country. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then some of France. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. The France is kind of weird. It's like, oh. 
is it a region of France? Yeah, and I was trying, I'm not very familiar with France, so I was trying to, like, figure out if I could be, like, so from the city to the city, you know, like, that area. Oh. I can't tell. Um, it's, like, so, I mean, you can, I think we should post these. I think we should oh, yeah, take pictures and post these on our Instagram. So you have a yeah. reference. I know this is not easy to listen to. We're, like, looking at maps. Right. But since you're looking at the map and you can see France. Yeah. So you see in, like, the south side where, like, the ocean kind Uh of, like, curves up there. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm down there. So if you start with a line under that little divot of ocean. Okay. So you go like this, and then it's like this, whoop, and then like that. It's almost, like, kind of like wow it's just like a section it's just a section of wow France. that's that's like hyper specific yeah because i feel like with mine it's like the whole country is circled i wonder if i can click <laughs> on this and be like what part of france i think you can if you want to like um, it's it's like an interactive map when you do these it's kind of fun yeah this isn't like really helping me <laughs> <laughs> but do you have a region down there that's like touching the uh, Mediterranean Sea. I guess I don't know where the Mediterranean Sea is. Uh, <laughs> Why aren't the seas labeled? Uh, <laughs> is it like the Mediterranean Sea is bordered by Italy, France, and Spain? Okay, so it's that section in Africa. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought it was. Um, I mean, yeah, I have like the little bit that comes into France. Okay. Is in that like section. So, do you do you have that too? No, I'm oh. not French at all. I remember. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Lame. Sorry. I'm boring. It's not, I mean, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not um, Swedish or Danish at all. Yeah, that was strange or to me, Scottish. especially since I think it's funny too. Just the fact that like our temperature preferences. <laughs> I'm like I hate cold. And you, like, don't mind. I mean, it's not pleasant, but, like, you don't mind it nearly as mm-hmm. much as I do. And I'm all about, like, oh, when you live on the Mediterranean, meh. And you could probably live in, like, Norway and be happy. And I'm like, nope, never. <laughs> and yet, that's apparently where some of my people come from, so. Boo. Well, maybe that's why they moved from there. Well, they, they were, were like, no, smart. this sucks. <laughs> they moved to, like, the cold Midwest. Great. Yeah. Great. Oh. <sighs> Okay, so what a, out of all that, like, anything that surprised you? Um, I mean, I guess Wales mm. surprised me. But after talking to my family a little mm-hmm. bit before I got my results. Um, oh, no, it must have been after I got my results because I said I had some French. And yeah. I was told that was from my grandmother on my dad's side. So. Oh, they even know where that's from. That's cool. Yeah. But I'm surprised that, like, that, if, I wonder how much of, like, her family was French beforehand for it to, like, sure after generations still show up for me. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's 3%, you so it's not, like. Supposedly share some genetic markers with a subset of French people, so. Right. That's kind of cool. I think it's funny how separated just that one island is, <laughs> the United Kingdom. Because, mm-hmm. like, Wales is literally just a section of the island. Mm-hmm. And yet, somehow, it's so divided. Like, you've got Scotland up top, you've got England, and then Wales. And it's like, mm-hmm. they're they're considered almost these different, like, ethnic groups. And it's like, mm. <laughs> Right. They're probably not that different. It's just we have, like, more data about them, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's kind of funny on mine... It's not even like they overlap each other, mm-hmm. Wales and England, mm-hmm. United Kingdom. Um, there is like a little section in between yeah. that's like grayed out. Like, nope, not from this area. <laughs> really? That's interesting. When you click on England, can you like see? See, mine goes into, it's a little more like encompasses England and parts of Wales if I click on it, though. But I have to click on that region first. Like to get this. And then it like expands it a little. Yeah. Like that. That's what mine looks like too. Um, yeah, I mean when I do that it encompasses a little bit of Wales and then also goes into France, Switzerland, the Netherlands. <laughs> like really takes it out into northwestern Europe. I will say, like, Wales is the at the bottom of my list. I don't remember where you said it's on yours. Um no. it's second to last, it's five percent. Okay, I have two percent. Um, if you if I click on it, it does say 
As a disclaimer, your ethnicity estimate is 2%, but it can range from 0 to 6%. <laughs> mine says 0 to 9. Uh, so I don't was... know out of, like, all of mine, like, what are the for sures? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the French, which, French, which was 3% of mine, says it can range from 0 to 14%. Yeah. So I'm like, well, yep. that makes a 3% or 14%. That's that's pretty big margin of error. Yeah. <laughs> So that just, that right there goes to show that these are very, this is an estimate in the truest sense of that word. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just did my Germanic Europe and it's 8%, but can range from 0 to yeah. 42%. Oh, holy shit. They don't know where I'm from. <laughs> well, okay, so my only ones that don't have a range starting from 0, so Scotland, uh-huh. mine is uh, 23%. But it says it can range from 7 to 29%. And then, of course, the, my top one, obviously, is like a for sure. I'm English. Yeah. <laughs> All of mine range from zero. Like, Ireland is my 10%, which was my second highest. And it's mm. 0 to 16%. So not even as big of a range as the German. No, Germanic. that Germanic one is shocking. But <laughs> then my England and Northwestern Europe, which is the 74%, says it can range from 62 to 100%. Wow. So I am definitely, uh, definitely, that. definitely that. I wonder if it's just, if, again, if it's because they just probably have more reference DNA mm-hmm. for that area, that region, than a lot of other regions. So it's like, we know. You're definitely this. <laughs> right. The other These things, other ones, eh. you're probably this. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I always thought I was somewhat Irish because, um, honestly, mainly because my brother's, like, he, he had redder hair when he was younger, uh-huh. and then his beard was always, like, a tinge of red after his hair, like, went brown, his beard still grew in kind of red. I feel like, yeah, that's kind of common for a lot of guys, but yeah. anyway. And I have a full-fledged ginger cousin that it's like, well, where did you come from? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we must have some Irish in our family. What are you doing there? How are you so ginger mm-hmm. when no one else is? And also, I look better with red hair, so obviously I must be Irish. <laughs> that's funny that you say that, because like... I don't think when I took the test, I expected to be, like, super Irish. Um, But I expected to be more Irish than I got. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, because mine is 3%. And, of course, that's a 0 to 10%, like, is the range that I could be, right? Mm Mm-hmm. My last name is, I guess, technically English, but it's also, like, it's also Irish. Like, a modern form of an ancient Irish last name. It's also, like, a ancient Chinese name, but I knew I wasn't Chinese. So. Right. I guess I just always thought I would be more Irish than that, so I was surprised. But that kind of, it kind of made up for it, knowing that I'm Scottish. I was right. Like, oh, cool. Okay. That is cool. Well, there's that, because I never thought that. Nobody in my family ever talked about being Scottish. So. Yeah. Cool. That's exciting. <laughs> Um, I was definitely surprised by the Norway mm. percentage that I have. Now, again, it's only 2%, but I was, that, that came out of left field for me. So, really, really surprised by any kind of Scandinavian DNA. Um, on the map, I have, from that, I have actually, oh, and then Sweden and Denmark also. Mm-hmm. Which are, I guess, like, technically separate, even though, like, Sweden and Norway are, like, next to each other. Right. So, um, anyway, also surprised by Sweden and Denmark. Mm-hmm. Didn't know I had any of that in me. And that one's actually 8%. All right. So, yeah, my map has Sweden and Denmark as, like, one region yeah. on it. And then I also have Norway circled, obviously, because of the 2% Norway. But with Norway comes Iceland. And Iceland mm-hmm. is also highlighted. Oh. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's very unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I have Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, and then Germany, exactly like you described it. Like mm-hmm. Germany, but with a little bit of... 
Austria. I said Czech Republic. Oh, God. And Austria. <laughs> Just like little bitty baby bits of each yeah. of those. Um, yeah. Again, like Germanic Europe, 2%, possibly none. That's really surprising considering I've always been taught that we're very German on my dad's side. Like grandma's, like grandma was fully German. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. I'm like, how do I only have <laughs> that much? But. Yeah, I mean, I definitely okay. thought I would have more German. But again, I'm 8%, but could be anywhere from 0 to 42. I so I That's could be big... almost half German. Wow. <laughs> and they're just not sure. Yeah, mine is 0 to 23. So my chance is not nearly as high as you. Right. That's crazy. Were you able to scroll down and check out your DNA communities section? Um, I mean, I looked at it, but I didn't really know what this was, so I didn't <laughs> pay any attention to it. Okay. Well, I'm curious. Like, Do you want to explain it? <laughs> uh, I mean, ugh. I'm just... I was just going to read okay. what it says. DNA communities. Your DNA connects you to blank amount mm-hmm. of genetic communities. I have two. Same. Communities form when we identify ancestry DNA members whose ancestors probably came from the same place or cultural group. So as far as I understand it, it's basically like where the people from your original, quote unquote, the original countries that your heritage, quote unquote, comes from, mm-hmm. where they migrated to. So that's what I understand this part of it to be. Okay. Um, if you click on it, then it'll show you... Like, the migration pattern, which I thought was interesting. Click on what? Uh, well, so for example, I have two quote-unquote communities. Yeah, same. My first one is the Delaware Valley Chesapeake Midwest Settlers, which I bet you have. Me too. (laughs) Also, the Lower Midwest and Virginia Settlers. Oh, wow, me too. (laughs) Well, it's almost like we're from the same place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, maybe we're related. Well, if you click on the, like, so the Delaware Valley, Chesapeake, and Midwest Settlers is orange. If you click on the Delaware Valley one, it kind of has an overview of years. And when I first got this, I was like, this is so cool. This is what my family, and I was like, oh, this is just like a general migration pattern for ancestors. Like... Mm-hmm. You can click through to the years, like, probably, like, the first one is 1700. Yep. And it highlights where in Europe the people came from and where they came to. In the United States, classic colonizers there. And then, like, 1775, when the country was just first starting, you can see there were, like, people in the United States who were moving, like, further inland. If you click there. Mm, yep. So, like, you got orange, the orange highlighted on the coast, you know, Virginia and everything, that area, and then people were moving uh, supposedly to North Carolina, Kentucky, that area, for me. I, you're, I'm assuming you're seeing the same thing. Um, mine were actually uh, Kentucky bound in 1775. Mm-hmm. Were yours? Mm-hmm. Oh. And then... Um, Kentucky bound. <laughs> in 1800 to 1825, they moved even further west into Ohio and Indiana. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, that looks like mine too. I think that, honestly, what we're looking at is probably just a very, like, standard. General. This is, like, where a lot of white people who were probably English yeah. came from and went. <laughs> like, yeah. just kept moving more and more inland. To the Midwest, towards the Midwest. Um, by 1850, so the Civil War part, mm-hmm. I have that people were moving from, you know, Kentucky, Indiana area all the way into Iowa and Missouri. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, by the 20th century, so 1900, they were into Kansas a little bit. And then I have, like, a lot of people that decided to go over to California. Just hopped right on over. Uh, yeah, I think this is just a standard because yeah. it would be the exact same thing. Like Southern California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I don't think this is necessarily... Nope. My great-great-great-grandparents or whatever, you know, like, this is it was very... No, and if you look at, like, the, the blue mm-hmm. community is the lower Midwest Virginia settlers. Yeah. It says 2.4 million <laughs> ancestry DNA members, like, mm-hmm. share this community. So this yeah. is just, like, in general where a lot of white people went <laughs> when they... Well, I mean, it just, the country, you know? that just makes sense. It makes sense. We and know that's this. the history, I was going to say. They all started in, like, that's why it's called New England. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah. It's funny, though, because, like, with both of these migration patterns, I feel like it was, it's really similar. Like, you start out, obviously, on the East Coast, but, like, not North or South. You're starting out in the Virginia area, and then right. you move to, like, Kentucky, and then Missouri, and you just keep going further west. And the only place it seems to, like, diverge a little bit... Ooh. See, some people went to Colorado, it looks like, in, like, 1850. And then some people went south. That's even past Colorado. That's, um... Oh, is it Utah? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mormons! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And that's when the Mormons broke apart from the group and, and moved then... to Utah. 1900 again, it was a lot of people going to... Southern California. California. But, like, those are two different, quote-unquote, communities. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the major touch points of locations are the same. Yeah. It's the same idea. So. Yep. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it, unless you want to pay for more stuff, which I'm not going to. You right. can also scroll down and look at your where your family lives today and all the people you're related to. <laughs> Do you have any people that aren't in the United States in that section? Oh, dude. Oh, you just look at the map, yeah? Yeah. Um, I have apparently a fourth cousin in Switzerland. Well, fancy. <laughs> I bet that's, that's probably really accurate. <laughs> um, let's see. And I've got a fourth cousin in Australia. Oh, perfect. So when I go visit <gasps> Australia, I'll just let's bring him up. Hey, hey fourth what's cousin. up? Well, I apparently have four cousins in England, so let's go. Oh, really? <laughs> go connect with them. Yeah. Like, first cousins? No. Oh, okay. I was going to be like, well, that's Pullies. impressive. Fourth cousin. I have a fourth cousin in Leicester. Huh. <gasps> that's fourth. where I studied abroad. Another fourth cousin. They're probably all fourth cousins, let's be honest. One <laughs> in Kent. One in Cornwall. Yeah. Four, see, I'm, Jesus, I'm very English, I guess. And then I have a handful of people actually in Canada. I was just going to say, I have two people in Canada. <gasps> Somebody in Hawaii. I got a fourth cousin there. <laughs> Shit, let's go. <laughs> I have a fourth cousin. Oh, I'm sorry, not Canada. I have a fourth cousin in Alaska. Ooh, interesting. And, um, and, and someone else. <gasps> Who's this other person? Hello. And a fourth cousin in Alaska. I have two fourth cousins, apparently, in Alaska. Hmm. I have a fourth cousin in New Zealand. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ready. Um, That's fun. Oh, I have a fourth cousin in Mexico. Oh, okay. I mean, are these people really my fourth cousin? I don't know. Oh, possibly. But then literally everybody else is <laughs> in the U.S., me too. And I'm, like, looking at the grouping, and it's... I have, like, apparently about 87 people. Well, I'm close to 100 that are just, like, in the Midwest in general. <laughs> and the rest are, like, kind of on the coasts. But <laughs> let's be honest. My family hasn't gone very far. <laughs> yeah, I have way up in the <laughs> northwestern part of the United States, apparently about 24 people. And then as you move down the coast, 95. And then over in the New England area, there's nine people. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
in the southeastern part of the United States. There's 73. And then all the rest, all the other 223 people. Yeah, right. <laughs> when I'm, like, zoomed way out, you know, and it's mm-hmm. putting them all together. When I zoom in, it's a little bit more spread out. But, yeah. Yep. Basically. That's... <laughs> That's it. Wow, that's so exciting. We're just white people whose ancestors <sighs> colonized this country. Yeah. And we never left. <laughs> How many uh, total uh, DNA matches do you have? Oh, I have 44,938. More than me. What do you have? 43,637. <laughs> oh, so, fun. there you go. Yep. Um, anything else we can do on here with this? I don't think so. I think you have to pay for everything else. Boo. hmm Oh, so yeah, my results, it says they were last updated September 2021 for me. Oh, okay. So that's my most recent. These are my most recent. Yeah. Results. I mean, it was interesting to get my results and see, you know, where I was from and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing super surprised me about it, but it's okay. That's interesting, though. Yeah. I think, uh, for me, I I remember being a little disappointed that I wasn't any Native American. But I would say it's partially because my family, like, hyped it up to me, like, growing up. Right. That we were. So I was like, oh. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah. Um, And it's not like I ever wanted to like join a tribe i mean i didn't really feel like i had the right <laughs> yeah you know but it was just kind of like oh all righty then i guess not so do you was your family like into ancestry or anything like had they done any research about themselves like genealogy wise um not really okay no i mean like my nana you know kept track of stuff and you know I feel like I remember a story one time of and this was when I was little so I could easily be misremembering but um of her like having a family tree that like linked us to the queen of England and it's like okay (laughs) fun fact with my family having the last name Lancaster which mm-hmm. I, I literally have, like, a cousin on here as I'm scrolling down, and his name is, like, William Lancaster. Yeah. He's a second cousin. Um, they they are, have always said, like, oh, well, that's the House of Lancaster. <laughs> it's in, like, the ancient, like, House of England. And I was like, yeah. mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we're apparently, like, part of the House of Lancaster. Like, uh-huh. Okay whatever you say i know with my dad's side of the family being lee's uh supposedly a lot of our records were lost in the civil war Mm -hmm. were burned so there isn't actually it hasn't been easy my aunt has been into genealogy for years and at some point she was like really like serious about gathering all this information and she's got piles and piles of documents and family trees that she looked up and like pictures and stuff um But, like, she was having a hard time. She said she thinks it's because a lot of the records were lost. Because at that point, I think most of our family was in Virginia. I mean, we were definitely, like, fighting for the South, unfortunately. Right. But, yeah. I don't know about my mom's family, though. My aunt on the other side, but aunt by marriage. Mm -hmm. She, for a while, was really into ancestry. Like, she had a paid account. And she was like made a family tree and all this stuff and I think she's the one that got us these tests you yeah. know so she was really into it too but I don't remember ever getting any definitive like info from her so but it's interesting regardless it's always something that I would be like really fascinated with but like I never had time to research and it always seems like you have to have a paid account in order to get access to like documents and stuff mm-hmm. anything in depth So I just never had the time, but, like, if I had the time, it's something I think would be really fun to research and, like, make family trees and Mm -hmm. try to figure out more specifics about just who these people were that I'm descended from. Right. You know? And just knowing, like, my grandma grew up in Nebraska and 
like her her grandparents were some of the first to move out there and it was very at that point not very populated i mean they lived like the that stereotype that like rough prairie life Mm -hmm. and it was desolate and lonely and you know not an easy existence so yeah it's still i'm conflicted you know because i still feel like they were not rightfully on the land Mm -hmm. wasn't theirs to really take but it wasn't an easy life that they were trying to lead out there either yeah um it would be nice to like know more about those people and who they were i read a really good book about like the dust bowl Mm -hmm. like what made it so interesting was that the author took like firsthand accounts from letters and communications with people and put those in the book instead of making it just like this event happened on this day. It was more like, how do these people feel about it? Hmm. And that's what I like. It's like, I want to know who these actual real people were, not just about like where they, where they were. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I mean, I just don't know a ton about my family. Yeah. Tree. So I can't say too much. St. Patrick's Day with 23 and me, 20% off Ancestry Kit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get another one. I have wondered about taking the 23andMe mm-hmm. and seeing if it's any different. Like and if you get different results? Uh-huh. Don't you think that would be, like, an interesting comparison? Yeah. I don't know. I think this stuff is interesting. This is something I feel like I probably could have, like, done for my major or something if I if I'd been okay with, like, ending up in research and academia for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. This stuff is cool. It's fascinating. But... Again, it's like I don't have the time or the resources to research it, so I'm just like, mm, this is this is as good as it's gonna get. <laughs> These are the estimates of where I'm from, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm going with. Yeah, and part of it's like I think I know the reality of a, a lot of my family, at least one half, like the reality that they were on the wrong side of history. So it's like, do I really want to even dig into that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm. <laughs> Not sure. Right. I don't know if I want to know. So. Okay. We should wrap this up. Mm-hmm. We're done. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. I mean, it would have been fun if I'd had some, like, really surprising result or something. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. Which really is not that surprising. So. Uh, alrighty. Cool. Well, okay. let's talk about our tea. Can we talk about tea? Tea. Did I go first? I went first. Okay. Then you review first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had the David's Tea Pumpkin Creme Brulee. Um, I think I'm just going to say, <clears throat> so it's not said in every single episode, <clears throat> the tea got cold, so I didn't finish it. Uh-huh. There's a motorcycle. <laughs> Thanks, guys. From here on out, if I finish the tea or it didn't get cold before the end of the episode, I'll announce that. Otherwise, everyone just assume it got cold and I didn't finish it. That's a good assumption. (laughs) That happens every damn time. So I'll be done saying, well, it got cold, but um, from now on. So... It was, it was okay. Um, it was a little too sweet for me. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Which is kind okay. of surprising because I like sweet things, but this is just a little too much. I don't know for sure if that was the tea that I tried. I mean, okay, I tried that tea. Sorry. I don't know for sure if it was one <laughs> of the teas where I had to literally pick out the chunks of salt. It was like rocks. salt? God damn it. Rock, sugar. Sugar. Yeah. But it was like huge chunks, and I I was like, oh my god, and I had to pick them out because it was too sweet, and once I did that, I liked them a lot better, and I don't remember if that was one of them or not. I don't remember, like, sugar being listed. It was like natural flavorings with stevia, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so maybe, oh, oh, I I do still have it pulled up. Nice. Um, Good job. So there's white chocolate in it, and then natural flavoring with stevia extract. So I don't know. Maybe it did. I didn't really look that closely 
for at what was in it before we brewed it. So yeah. Um, but I'm gonna give it a six. I probably, I mean, I would not buy it. I wouldn't seek it out. But okay, if it was around, I would drink it. Yeah. Okay. So cool. Well, I had the just peachy from David's Tea. Ingredient number one was apple, like always. Same. <laughs> it cracked me up. Um, it's a very good peach tea. I will just mm-hmm. say. Uh, it is a little sweet for me. I am having to drink it slowly. Um, so maybe just watch out for their teas. They're a little sweet. Um, but yeah. uh, it's really good, and I can see it being delicious when it's cold. Mm-hmm. I have a thing with, like, cold peach tea, though. I haven't been able to drink it ever since I was a kid, and I it upset my stomach once, and I threw it up, and <laughs> so I was, like, a little traumatized there. But I like it hot. It's yummy. I would give it... Um, seven and a half out of ten. It's good. There you go. I would one hundred percent drink it again. Not sure if I'd buy it though, but I I would say out of like fruit teas though, because you know I don't love a fruit tea. Mm -hmm. That's one of the better fruit teas I've ever had. So that's good. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. All right. Well. That's been our ancestry in our tea reviews. Fascinating. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, you can follow us on Not Amused Podcast. You can follow us at Not Amused Podcast on Instagram, where we post every other Wednesday before an episode comes out, every Sunday when an episode drops, and sometimes we do a throwback Thursday. You can also email us any comments, suggestions, questions, whatever you'd like to notamusedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, have you done an ancestry <laughs> DNA kit thing? Yes. Were you surprised by your results? Yes. Let us know. Um, and then you can also rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform platform (laughs) i was like app good job (laughs) probably also an app yeah but that was this episode thanks for listening thank you we'll see you in two weeks see you in two weeks Bye. bye